Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Wes and Walker Show. We should come up with a theme, Walker, since it's Wednesday. Wes and Walker, we talk about all the dubs. We got so many W's around. Dub day? What would Something we do? like Isn't, that. I thought our theme was War Cry Wednesday. We didn't know No doubt. One. No doubt about it. But we can have subtitles. You know, Wu-Tang members, they all had different names. You know, it was Method Man, a.k.a. Johnny Blaze, okay. a.k.a. You know, different stuff like that. So what about War Cry Wednesday. All right. I've got a, a euphoria moment here. For some reason, I was thinking of Wu-Tang Clan, mm-hmm. Protect Your Neck. Especially with Brian Burns, we could have a segment called Protect Your Check. Yeah. Maybe we could do something like that. <laughs> That's what he's so, doing right now. He's protecting that check. Cash, Protect your check. Maybe we do that. I, I mean, it's it's more of an off season. So like Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, Brian Burns. I like that. They're very much vibing to Protect like Your that. Check you right still now. still haven't watched the show either. I have not. I know. Yeah. There's How many have you put me on that you're angry with me have not watched? It's a few, man. <laughs> I try to keep my anger at bay, but I'm just like, <laughs> Wu-Tang might be number one, though, because I'm like, you're such a hip-hop head, and the show is so good. The Wu- Wu-Tang is the one. Yeah, the it's one. so good, man. You'll love it. But anyway. Protect your check. Hit us up on the text line, 704-570-9610. Hit that follow button, WFNZ on Twitter and Instagram, at Wesson Walker on Twitter, at Wes Bryant underscore 72, at Walker Mail, at HTB underscore Josh on Twitter, and Instagram, hit those follow buttons, and we appreciate the followers that we do have. We're getting not necessarily close to a thousand, but we're three quarters of the way there on Twitter, man. So help us get to a thousand. And now it is time for the campus counter. Listen, man, another component to the opening weekend of college football, whether you want to count week zero as opening weekend or week one. Listen, This quarterback class, phenomenal, okay? When you talk about the potential, if Shadur Sanders continues to play how he's playing, you add him to the mix of Caleb Williams, Drake May, Bo Nix, whether you like him or not. I'm not the biggest Bo Nix fan, but this is a guy that still is probably going to be a first-round pick. Michael Penix, Riley Leonard, Jordan Travis, Quinn Ewers, Jaden Daniels, I mean, J.J. McCarthy, K.J. Jefferson, there are some really, really good quarterbacks in this class. I think there's going to be a lot of action at the top of this draft, especially I think that Shador Sanders is going to play his way into the top five alongside Drake May and Caleb Williams as this season progresses. I mean, Walker, what do you make about this class? Do you feel like this could be the best quarterback class ever when you just talk about depth? I mean, I know we had the 1983 quarterback class and some of those. 
But, man, this class looks like it is shaping up to be something serious. Uh, I mean, so if we just go recent history, I'm trying to look at some that might even come close to what this class can do. And they obviously have to deliver on the height. But just based off our evaluation of what they do in college, yeah, this, this class is getting out of control. If we look at 2018... Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson. That was pretty highly anticipated to see all those guys. Now, Baker doesn't work out. Sam Darnold is a backup with San Francisco. Josh Rosen doesn't work out. Josh Allen absolutely does. And Lamar Jackson absolutely does. So, top heavy, you're talking about two of the top what? I mean, you could argue top five. I don't want to do the QB rank thing. You get the idea. There are people that probably have both of those QBs in their top five, and everybody else is either out of the league or a backup. So five guys in the first round. That's the one I go back to, Wes. I don't know if you had a class in mind, but yeah, Caleb Williams, Drake May, both being 100% number one overall picks in a lot of different drafts that don't include each other. And then Shador, uh, I'd like to be a part of this party. I'll just throw for 500 yards immediately. Okay, yeah, welcome to the party, Shador. This thing could be crazy, and I can't wait to see how this all unfolds. Well, the thing is, too, with that class that you named, there were a lot of guys that people were kind of uncertain about, though, as far as, and no guys a certainty in a draft. Yeah. But when you talk about Josh Allen, people had their knocks on him, but he looked like he was a really good prospect. But Josh Rosen was another guy that people were kind of like, yeah, he'll be a first-rounder, but you're like, eh, Josh Rosen. I did too, Way especially out. coming out of high school. <laughs> yeah. But when you look at Caleb Williams, Drake May, possibly Shadour Sanders, like these are guys that people are looking at and feeling like yeah. they can't miss. And that's the difference with these guys. You're looking at them like, man, these guys. No, can't. you're right. You're you're completely right. I mean, even if we go to a Tua Justin Herbert back to back, right? I mean, those guys had question marks. Tua more so the size before we just leaned all the way into not caring about how tall you were with Kyler Murray. Even Sam Howe getting drafted a little bit later, but then Bryce Young being the number one overall pick. So you're right about that. Drake May, no one feels any. It, you have zero remorse. There's nothing there's nothing you're worried about with Drake May enough to deter you from selecting him. Same thing with Caleb Williams and Shador. As long as we get the consistency, which we got it last year, if he continues to do anything close to what he did in week one every game, then yeah, top five pick is going to be written all over. And then a big piece of news just dropped on X or Twitter, whichever you prefer. Dove climbing the aggregate God said, according <laughs> to GQ magazine, Caleb Williams is willing to stay in school if he doesn't want to play for the team with the first pick in a draft. His father, Carl Williams, said that his son could stay at USC for an extra year if he doesn't like the environment of the team holding the number one pick of the 2024 draft. And so this is an interesting development. He says, quote, the funky thing about the NFL draft process is he'd almost be better off not being drafted than being drafted first system is completely backwards the way the system is constructed you go to the worst possible situation so i don't like this i feel like you know when you're going to be the number one pick of the draft you're probably going to be on a bad team you just have to grin and bear it and figure it out i feel like that's part of the responsibility but this is also a byproduct more than ever of the nil era because if you're Caleb Williams, you're playing football in sunny, beautiful, gorgeous Southern California. You're already making millions of dollars as a player. How much incentive would you have to go to a city you don't like, to go play for a team you don't like, when you could come back for another season in sunny, beautiful, gorgeous <laughs> Southern California, 
be a national championship favorite and making millions of dollars. Well, yeah, and we've seen other quarterbacks do this before, but you're right. Yeah, but they want to get into M's in college, yeah. It makes it easier. It absolutely makes it easier for Caleb Williams. And if you feel like Arizona, largely projected to get the number one overall pick and even number two, owning another selection in there, if you think they're going to get that pick and you just don't think the Cardinals are a team that you would like to play for, then Caleb Williams can go back to school, make some money, as you mentioned, and possibly win a title with USC. And so I understand it. I know you don't love it. Uh, For me... I, I have no problem with a guy not – because think about it. If you get drafted and you go to an organization, okay, even if you're a sure thing, we know a lot of your success is based off the situation you're in at that time. Sure. And so if you don't trust the situation that you're in and you sacrifice the first year, two, three, however long your contract plays out before you eventually potentially get traded like a Trey Lance – then I understand you finagling it so much so to the point where you get to be drafted by a team that you're better off going to in your mind than whoever has the number one overall selection. You talk about money getting played with. A bad situation will take money out of your pocket big time, and especially if you know there's just a lot of different things that you might not want to deal with. So I understand well, where Caleb is coming And from. also add to the mix, what if you win a second consecutive Heisman, the first guy to do it since Archie Griffin? He'll be making more money than a lot of pro quarterbacks. Now, not a whole lot because we know how much those guys make. But he'd be making so much money if he came back just to chase alone for a possible third Heisman, even though we feel like that would be out of the stratosphere. Right. If USC gets to the national championship game, wins the national championship, oh, his his money, he'd be good. So I'm not for it personally, but I could understand where the thought process comes from.